0: From KBOO in Portland, Oregon, this is Religion for Life, religionforlife.com. I'm John Schott. For the next several weeks, I have a series of programs I'm calling Islam 101, Meet Your Muslim Neighbor. The goal of this series of interviews is to become educated about Islam and to get to know the Muslim next door. This series will include interviews with local Muslim leaders in the Portland area. They will discuss their communities, their beliefs and practices, as well as reflect on national and international issues and the rise of Islamophobia. I'll be speaking with the general editor of the new study Quran published by Harper One. I will also speak with an expert who writes monographs for the U.S. Army War College about countering al-Qaeda and the Islamic State organization. You'll find more information about these series of programs and guests at religionforlife.com. To start the series, I have with me in the KBOO studio, Ali Hadroj. She is a spokesperson for the Islamic Center of Portland, www.icop.org. The Imam Mahdi Center is on the corner of Denny Road and Hall Boulevard in Beaverton. It is across the street from the congregation I serve, so he is literally our Muslim neighbor. He'll kick off our series of programs on Islam 101, Meet Your Muslim Neighbor. Welcome, Mr. Hadroge, to Religion for
1: Life. Thank you very much, glad to be here.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and the Islamic Center of Portland and your role there.
1: Uh, myself, I actually came to Portland or the United States in 1971. Went to school, Portland State, graduated as electrical engineer in mm. 1976. And then uh, I joined the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and was hired by them in 1977. And then I worked for 31 and a half years. Uh, and I have an opportunity really to uh, to get some training and then participate in the establishing of the uh, worldwide network of the Corps of Engineers. Mm. And... and Until 1995, I became the team lead of the Network Operations Center, in which we uh, troubleshoot network problems on the network uh, for over 34,000 U.S. Army Corps uh, employees. And um, unfortunately, in 2001, after 9-11, I have to be escorted to the computer room. Really? Yes, I have to be escorted, which is, I I wasn't really, uh, don't feel bitter about that and stuff like that. It was really a horrible uh, situation, you know, for Muslims and Americans too. Mm -hmm. Because we as Muslims, we thought this is really a stab in the back, not for Americans, but for Muslims. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, um, uh, regardless of foreign policies or anything like that, you know, People shouldn't, you know, innocent people shouldn't really be killed or revenged from or anything like that. So yeah.
0: so after 9-11, that changed a lot for American Muslims, didn't it?
1: Yes, it, it did. It did. Actually, the relation between Muslims and, you know, people in the States and things, it was really doing fine mm-hmm. until that thing kind of really starting, you know, people starting really feeling bad or, you know, some animosity or any of that stuff. But having said that, you know, and we were actually in the beginning of our, you know, organization as the Islamic Center of Portland, uh, we did receive some threats. And in addition to that, we did receive some flowers and we Ah. have some people coming Ah. in and showing support. And, you know, and it's really nice to to see that thing coming out because, um, you know, lots of people think, you know, if some bad people did something, that doesn't mean the whole community are really bad, you know, and we uh, we agree with them. These are the things that we should really take care of. Well, just
0: to be clear, I mean, uh, as a Muslim, the uh, terrorist acts of 9-11 or Paris or wherever else certainly doesn't represent the heart of Islam at all, does it? Does it really almost even have anything to do with Islam?
1: No, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all, you know. And actually, before Paris' situation, a couple days earlier, there was a bomb in lebanon couple suicide people you know came, went to a really crowded area in uh, in uh, southern beirut and you know killed uh, 45 people and injured more than 150 so uh, uh, the the terrorists you know, they don't really have any feeling for any humanity or anything. And for sure, it's not a representation of Islam at all. You know, even the Quran actually calls some of these hypocrites, you know, and those that do not really know real Islam, what real Islam is. He said, don't call yourself um, faithful or with, with faith, but you could call your Muslims, add, that you have the name, just the name. Well, you know there have been a
0: lot of words now that have been so distorted uh within islam jihad uh is a common word that we hear throughout the media and the immediate uh, if people had to do a word association they would say jihad means a violent act against someone oh. but uh, but that isn't at all what jihad is is it no
1: jihad is not and actually one of the people asked the prophet about the jihad he said mm-hmm. there is there is a big jihad and the small jihad and he asked they asked him what's the big Jihad," he said, "the big jihad is really to resist the temptation in yourself and do the right thing It's car- a building of one's character, of one character. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the big. This is really the struggle. And the small jihad is really doing the right thing for your family, your this and that and stuff. And the only time that that Islam really asks you to fight, really to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. He didn't really ask you to go and convert people or kill people in order to make them Muslims or anything like that. You know, God is is capable of doing anything, and we could really see his justice by seeing, you know, how many we have. We have over 7 billion people on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. If God doesn't want them to be there, <laughs> he would, um, you know, abolish them. He doesn't need us he to help him out. Exactly. <laughs> right. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. But he is, he is a just. God, he's just a creator, and things like that, you know, and, uh, you know, everything is really in peace, and he's giving people to what their effort or what they do, you know, in their lives.
0: If you are just joining us on Religion for Life, my guest is Ali Hadroj. He is the spokesperson for the Imam Mati Board of Trustees of the Islamic Center of Portland, um, and which is right across the street from my congregation, and just this past week, uh, the... uh, Mathi Center uh, was so gracious to invite uh, us to participate them in celebrating Muhammad's birthday. So and that was a wonderful experience of sharing uh, food, of sharing of conversation, of learning a little bit about you and uh, having you learn a little bit about us. And that's really the key, isn't it, yes. uh, to get rid of a, a lot of this uh, fear and hatred fear.
1: yes it is actually it was really a good occasion we do not really only celebrate muhammad's birthday we celebrate ortho jesus peace be upon him yes birthday so it happened because we use the lunar year right so it happened it, to be uh, the same month
0: yeah because normally right. and according to the gregorian sh- uh, calendar yes. the date would move around for right arrive, for for like the 10 day. days less every year well, yeah. you know, I was thinking um, as the conversations were happening and the panel discussions from the mosque were based on the question, what does uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, mean to me? And I'm wondering, first to ask you, what does it feel like when you hear so many distortions uh, about the prophet uh, in the media that he was a violent or or he was this or that or the other?
1: It, it really bothers me, uh-huh. you know, and uh, because— Anyway, the Internet is really there, you know, the Internet there. And I really suggest that people go and search. I mean, if you want to look for anything, go to the source. Don't go to the to the books written or the media or any of that stuff. So you really have to go to the source. If I want to judge Christianity, I have to go to Christianity and check. The merits of, of that religion, Judaism is the same thing, and also Islam. I don't want to go to somebody writing about Islam who is not really a Muslim. He's mm-hmm. just really analyzing or the way he he sees it in his mind or what he portrays to him. So the best thing is really to go to the source and find out. Um, and there's really lots of information. And the people, if they really they have the open mind, they could really find a lot. Um, read the Quran. Um, go to the, the sources about the traditions or the conversation or the written stuff. It's not really fair um, for others really to, to bash you know, the religion without even knowing or judge the religion from the actions of some people. Because right. that's not really represent any religion, you know, if people do these things.
0: So if someone wanted to go, and I hope people will, and, and find out more about Islam, where, where would you advise they start? Is, is there a particular book, you say the Quran, is there a particular translation the, the, that would be good or, or a, yeah. a, a guide to it maybe?
1: Yeah, there is the, there's the Quran. Okay, so Islam, the way Muslim religion is really based, based on the Quran, mm-hmm. which is the revelation by, by God to the prophet, and also the traditions, the saying of the prophet, and also what the prophet did and what he told his disciples and the people to do. So these are the basic things. The Quran is really the constitution per se, but it does, mm. it's not really enough really, because in the Quran there's really no detail how to pray. The prophet told okay. them how to pray. There is no details in the Quran how to go to pilgrimage, for instance. You have to go to the tradition and what the prophet did and what he taught them to do. So these are the things that you really learn. On the web, there is really hundreds and thousands of Islamic webs. And also in, in the local towns, there is really many just meet some people, ask a question, and there's really no taboo on any question. No taboo at all. You know, you don't hesitate to ask any questions. So ask the hard ones. Well, ask the hard <laughs> ones, that's fine, no problem. <laughs> well I tell mean,
0: me, before I ask a hard one, tell me a little bit about the center, the Islamic uh, Center of Portland. When You said it started uh, right around 2001.
1: Actually, we started in 1990. You okay. Know, we started with a few uh, students at Portland State University that they started, um, they get together to do supplication in which they ask for forgiveness. And we have, as a Shia, we have really nice, beautiful supplications. And I just want to mention but that- Those are prayers? Is that- they are not prayers, but they are supplication in which, you know, Muslims, they don't really have a green light for paradise. Let me clear that out. Uh-huh. You know, if we have, if I myself have a, clear cut that okay i'm going to parasite i really pray every day that i could die today or in this hour you know but that's not really the case we all we only get to the to to paradise with the mercy of allah people do not really appreciate uh the blessing that god gave you for instance you know people tell you okay what kind of blessing i don't really have a job i don't have this i don't have that First of all, God promised you if you really do good in this life that you will be rewarded forever in the eternal life. And that's what you really have to shoot for. And people tell you, what kind of values do I have? I could say, okay, if I I give you $20 million and tell you, give me your eyes, would you give me your eyes? You wouldn't give me your eyes. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that you have to compare yourself to those less fortunate people that... They, ha- they are not blind or they are handicapped or they have really some um, uh, something they don't we don't really have you know and stuff like that so compare these and then thank God for that so that's one of the things that we also pray mm-hmm. anyway uh, to go back to the to the story of the uh, uh, started with this and then we um, More as more people coming in, more students, things like that, and the community start getting bigger. So we rented an apartment, you know, in Uh Southwest Portland, and then we had an opportunity, you know, in 1992 to buy a house on a contract. Well, that's what we did, and we start collecting money, you know, and in 2007. Uh, we uh, uh, we had an opportunity for the present building. Uh, it used to be um, a building that uh, was under bankruptcy. So, it used uh, to be a pizza place, I think p- it, it was. It was a pizza place, actually. <laughs> it's right on, on, it was on Hall
0: of... Boulevard and Denny and and Road, Road. Right across the, from the, the church I the served. Church, yes,
1: yes. So um, uh, we bought that and uh, we remodeled and then. Uh, we started our, you know, uh, congregation there. And um, uh, thank God, you know, it's been really successful.
0: Well, it's, been a great, it's been great to have you as a neighbor. I just moved in just this last year, but I'm looking, so looking forward to building relationships with you and our congregation with yours and to continue those. Um, you. So you are a Shia. How, how many Muslims are there in Portland?
1: Well, some people say there's about 20. And what I've 20 seen 20,000 different 20, 20, no no D- or oh, twenty thousand so twenty thousand people. people in okay. Portland, um, but I have also seen some statistics saying there's more than ten, you know about ten or so, uh, but I think it's really more than ten thousand, you mm-hmm. know I think at least fifteen thousand or so, and there's really many students and things like that, yeah. Uh, about our Shia community, um, we have uh, there's really lots of Iranian. are shia but they don't really attend they are Mm -hmm. not religious you know uh, uh, there's more than three thousand or four thousand of them but for our community we have about 200 families Mm -hmm. you know that attend we are a diverse community Uh, we're from lebanon we're from iraq from iran from pakistan from bangladesh from india so there's really a variety of people, and I met our,
0: someone there who just moved from Saudi Arabia.
1: Right, also from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so, they, so. they come. You know
0: and the, uh, and the food itself was from all over all i think was right. it yeah it was marvelous <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, how many mosques then are there in portland
1: i think there's about 5 or 6 of 5 them. or 6 yeah 5 or 6 and there's, would they
0: all represent a different uh, branch or tradition most,
1: all of them actually we are the only Shia center in portland mm-hmm. you know the rest are you know sunnis you know and we consider them you know uh, muslims and we don't really have any problem there's some um, uh, old political you know conflicts and that shouldn't really reflect on the religion at all because we have the same book we do the same uh, pilgrimage mm-hmm. um, we fast the same month and we pray the same so yeah. there's really no difference so that's what uh, you the know.
0: five pillars are is that right? Would they be consistent with all? Yeah,
1: they uh, w- they are the same. The way yes. they count them um, is different than we count them. What okay. do we have? We have a principles. We uh-huh. have the principle of the religion, which really cannot be changed. And then we have the branches of the religion. The principles are like we have to believe in the oneness of Allah, of oneness of God. There's only one God. And we have to believe in the prophets. Um, we have to believe in the justice of Allah. We have to believe in uh, in uh, heaven, and we have to believe in hell. And uh, we have also one thing that's different between them and us is the imam. that uh, God would not really uh, leave a human being um, without uh, like a successor or a guider. Mm-hmm. So um, in Islam, we believe that um, uh, Allah... Um, Of the prophet actually He said there are going to be Twelve prince After me And he actually named them And that's some of the differences Uh, I just want to attract you to one verse Actually in Genesis In which Abraham Or peace be upon him When um, God Talked to him he said "Uh, I heard you as for Ishmael uh, I'm going to make him a great nation And there will be a twelve princes yes. coming from there. And actually, this is what we consider because the Shia, uh, we call the 12 imams okay. or the 12 princes. So that's one of the things that, you know, we are labeled as... So they come as from Ishmael's such, lineage. From Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Actually, Prophet Abraham came from the lineage of uh, Ishmael. Yeah. You know, okay. that's what it is. Yeah, and then... Um, uh, so and the branches are like prayer... Fasting, mm-hmm. uh, paying alms to the poor, uh, and also uh, uh, forbidding the evil and doing the virtue and things like that. So there's so many good things.
0: Sounds like good things to do to me. Yeah, <laughs> isn't I, I mean, that's, I mean, in a sense, uh, we the broader sense of religion is is to build one's character, and have responsibility and accountability for one's actions. And, and to create peace and justice among our neighbors. Exactly. Uh, my guest is Ali Hadroj of the Islamic Center of Portland. And when I lived in Tennessee, I remember there was a big conflict uh, in Murfreesboro about a mosque that was going to be built, and uh, a lot of paranoia went all around there that uh, if this happened, the, the Muslims were going to bring in Sharia law and change the Constitution. What is Sharia?
1: Sharia is really the law,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: Um, God. We all, Christian, Muslims, Jews, they all believe that there is a day of judgment in which you're going to be accountable for what you did and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we believe that if God wants really to get you accountable, he has to send you laws, tell you these are the laws, these are the regulation, you follow those. And actually, you know, that's why we are on this earth. We, we are here for a test and... God, in his mercy, sent us messengers and the prophets, and according to Islam, he sent us over 124,000 of them, Mm -hmm. really just to guide us and things like that. So, Sharia and law is nothing but rules for us as a human being to follow. There are rules for the mother, the father, the son, um, uh, even the country and things like that, you know. And um, uh, for me, as, as a human being, I have duties and I have responsibilities I have to take care of. So these are the things like that. But it's not really, okay, we really have to come here and establish a government and do this and this and stuff like that. In Shia actually, it says the place will give you sustenance Is considered your home and you have to protect it by whatever means you can, even if you have to sacrifice your life. Some people, you know, take the Sharia being, okay, we're going to establish an Islamic government and we're going to take things by force. No, that's not really the case. Just like Jihad. Jihad means, okay, I'm going to fight. I'm not going to, you know, spread Islam and force people. You know that. And actually Islam says, you know, there is no compulsion in religion. And actually it, the quran talks to the prophet allah talks to the prophet saying and who are you to force people to be different than muslims or anything no it's no compulsion
0: tell me a little bit about uh, what it's been like within the last few weeks we've had a leading presidential candidate uh, say all kinds of uh, crazy things about uh, not wanting muslims in the country how, how do you? How do you and your community feel uh, about um, the atmosphere around? Have you had increased uh, uh, acts of Islamophobia toward you? Well,
1: to be honest with you, the center received no negative calls at all. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Oh, you good. know, uh, the community real understanding, and I really uh, appreciate Portland in general and Beaverton and Oregon. Mm-hmm. They are really friendly. They probably understand, and we received nothing but really good good really calls and actually i recorded couple the lady almost crying you know Uh and she's a catholic lady she is almost crying saying i support you and don't feel that this representative if somebody said bad things you know about you guys or threaten you and we are here to help if you need any help and things like that and i heard really many stories some some of them saying you know uh they're ready to go uh, with woman that has the scarf to store if she needs scared to be if she's really scared to go to the store.
0: But the company, you yes. know So that's really a good yeah. feeling.
1: Uh, that's really a good feeling. But as far as the political situation, I think we are in election time and mm-hmm. people, <laughs> whether. Uh, This or that, they're really looking for statistics and how they really perform, you know, with that thing. So personally, I don't really pay attention to that. It doesn't really bother me either. (laughs) Uh,
0: Very good. In fact, when we were at the uh, gathering the other night, um, people talked about uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the way that he handled uh, persecution and the way that he handled uh, uh, criticism and and, and attacks. And he did it with with grace and uh, with nonviolence.
1: No, he, he, he never really be violent no, at all. No, non-violent, yeah. Non-violent, he never really, and he was so merciful. Yes. And actually, I remember uh, one of the traditions, uh, a woman came to him and she said, uh, O prophet of God, I, I sinned and I really commit adultery. And he told her, go home and repent. And she went home, after a while she came back and she said the same thing he said go home and repent you know so islam looks at the thing that if you did a mistake you always go and talk to 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 the pure creator because he's closer to you he can hear you so go and repent so the only time you know uh, islam does a punish when it really start affecting the society Mm-hmm. You know, if something really in, in public or something like that, then they started doing things. But the Prophet never really, even they say that uh, uh, Islam stones women for adultery or something like that. But I haven't really seen any tradition in which says that it's been uh, done in the past during the days of the Prophet.
0: This Islamic extremism, we might say, or the extremism or the fundamentalism is rather recent, isn't it? It's why has this
1: uh, uh Actually, uh, um, the books that they rely on, it's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I really should say that uh, after the revolution in Iran, they thought that, you know, Shiism is going to spread and things like that. So unfortunately, one Arab country, you know, or the Gulf, Countries start spreading rumors. Uh, they didn't really have that bad relation with that country when the Shah was there, right? But when Iran came and established, you know, an, an Islamic uh, government in which everybody should really be, they said, you know, Khomeini is really trying to spread Shiaism and things. So they start the spreading, you know, those books. And especially a particular book um, um, that has um, quoted certain verses from the Quran, really to act upon, and which doesn't really represent the true nature of Islam about mercy and things like that. So, these so they selectively are selectively the take a few, selective take, take a few okay. out of context mm-hmm. without even looking at the other ones. All right, you know, at the other things in the Quran. Um, By the way, Quran wasn't really revealed at one time to the prophet. It took 23 years, you know, to be revealed to Mm -hmm. the prophet and then collected all at once. So they took those little verses and stuff like that, and they said, these are the way we should really act upon. And, of course, you know, they they use them as, you know, the tools really to justify their actions. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and the way we look at them now, you know, like ISIS and things uh-huh. like it's really a cult. Yeah. More or less than a cult. Okay. It's really a cult, you know. And um, it's very easy to convince people, you know, especially the younger people, that they don't really have work, they don't have jobs and things like that, to attract them to the situation saying, okay, you know, here, paradise is for you and this and this and that, you know, and uh, 70 virgins. 70 virgins, surgeons, yeah. and, You know, all of that stuff. You know, that's not Islam. Uh,
0: We just have about a minute left. Can you tell us a little bit about your community? If folks, uh, people wanted to uh, connect with you, to learn about you, to meet you, how would they go about doing that? Yeah,
1: we are located um, on the corner of Denny and Hall Boulevard. We've been there since uh, 2007. And uh, we have a Sunday school that starts at 10 at uh, finishes at two o'clock. And uh, thank God we were able to also uh, purchase a piece of property. It's a hundred percent Muslim cemetery because by Muslim rules that we have to have all Muslim cemetery in our our community. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's affordable. We just do it to help people of the high burial uh, cost. we have uh, programs. You know, ev- you know, congregational prayer on a Friday, and we uh, celebrate occasions like the Mauled or the birthday of uh, the Prophet and uh, our Imams. And um, most of our programs are in the evening, except you know the uh, the Sunday school. And uh, of course, we uh, commemorate. You know, uh, and we celebrate, you know, uh, Ramadan for fasting. We have activities all month long. And uh, these are mainly our uh, activities. And
0: and the website is www.icop.com dot org dot org and uh, if people wanted to go say for Friday p- prayer could they observe yes they
1: could we we are open we are open minded lots of people call actually they said oh do we have to cover ourselves our heads yeah. I've said no if you you don't we don't really have to and um, they could come anytime and uh, they are welcome you know to join us and uh, uh, observe and ask questions and as I mentioned there is really no taboo in any questions they ask.
0: All right. Ali Hadroj, my guest on Religion for Life from the Imam Mati Board of Trustees of the Islamic Center of Portland. So nice to have you with us today. Thank, Thank you. Thank
1: you very much, and thanks for the opportunity.
0: This is Religion for Life, religionforlife.com. Our series continues next week. Islam 101, Meet Your Muslim Neighbor. you well.